Here we go again. Tales of the Whales, number 5,057. We could start from one again. Shall we start from one? Yeah, 2024 number one. No, could... well, it's not 2024 number one, is it? No, but shall we start number one? After yeah. having done a year. Yes. Second year. Second series. Second series, that's even better. Uh, Tales of the Whales is a story of me and Lady W, or Nadine, talking about what it's like to have cancer, I have it, and what it's like to have to live with some miserable old git who's got it. And That's... also what it's like to live with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very well played. Very well played, if I might say so. Um, oh, I don't know where we start. Well, an interesting week. Yes, we have. Monday I went to get scanned. Yeah, and did a bit of work. I went to work and then I was asked to go on Channel 5 News to talk about Kidney Cancer Awareness Week. It was. It was indeed. Yeah, so... And, and you did lots of good awareness making. Yeah, and thank you to everybody for, for helping out. Uh, that's my particular cancer, but of course what we talk about can apply to anything. Mm. Yeah, and we're I'm not Obviously worried. cancer was a bit in the news because of our dear majesty. Yes, King Charles has it. Why won't he say what cancer he's got? Maybe it's one of the embarrassing ones. You know, perhaps it's bottom cancer and then it's not the kind of thing you want to really put out there, do you? No, I suppose not. And that, that, that's one of the things that quite often when you are diagnosed with cancer, um, it's embarrassing because it, it sometimes feels like, oh, God, that's a failure. Yeah, or some of them are just embarrassing parts of the body that you just don't want to say yeah. about, but they still look at poor Farrah Fawcett. But it's still mm. just as nasty a cancer, and it probably makes it harder for those people yeah. because it's harder to talk about because it's of an area that people don't like to talk about, let alone being cancer. Mm. I think I'm lucky in a way because kidneys are... Yeah, they're not, not that embarrassing, are no. they? No, not really. But as he was checked out for prostate, it could be around that area, couldn't it? Could be on your rudy bits, and that's, you know... Yeah. As a king, you don't really want to talk about your rudy bits in public. No, no, you're absolutely right, no rudy bits. Um, so anyway, for those of you who are new to Tales of the Whales and maybe newly diagnosed, um, it is difficult, it's a really difficult time, but... But welcome to our little community. Yeah, that's right, we've... Got an appointment next week to go and see the doctor. You're dreading that a bit. I must confess that this week I've got the scansiety, haven't I? You're, yeah. you're, you're just like chill and fine. And I don't know why, but I'm just really quite worried about going to see the doctors next week. Well, we've had a bit of a difficult time, haven't we, with losing Lulu and various other things. And, you, I mean, you're buoyant and happy and up most of the time, so I think occasionally... But don't worry. I mean, you know, I am a... I am at the end of the cancer, whatever. I, I guess that's why. It's because, you know, we've given rough timings and stuff. And so as you're getting to the end of the time slot, you must... I'm just thinking, like, every time you go for a scan result, mm. maybe this is the one where they're going to go, ah, right. Well, they did say last time that I'd last till February. Yeah, Feb yeah. So. Well, I think I'll last a bit longer than February because we're in it. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, although... You know, you do... You it, was only, it was roughly February to the summer. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd like to get to the summer. But listen, don't get down about it. It's you, you have to just live with the fact that... So, I mean, people glibly say, and I tend to agree, that 
you know, you're dying from the minute you're born. We just, none of us know how long we're going to have. I think that's a bit of a gloomy outlook on life, to be honest. Yeah, well, no, what it you're means... You're not dying from the minute you're born. You get older and then... Yeah, uh, but no, we don't... I don't prescribe We don't that. know how long we have, do we? Any of us. No. And somebody, somebody the other day died and we knew them and, and we thought, gosh. But I think what's interesting mm. with this week is that I'm the one who's feeling really, really worried you're the one with the cancer and you're being really cool. And so I think that's sort of just a little shout out to us carers out there that sometimes, yeah, you know, we it's very, very difficult for the person with cancer, but sometimes we get it as bad or mm. sometimes worse in terms of worrying and things. Yeah, because, you know, there's not a lot you can do. No, you're going to make me go all sort of... Uh, uh, and that's the other thing, on. but then you can't let on that you're feeling kind of... I mean, we did... Def- have that conversation last night didn't we but mm. ordinarily I wouldn't let on because you're trying to protect the other person so then you keep it in that you're worried and mm. but don't do that I don't I mean I like you to you were feeling you know let's be honest you've had really bad vertigo attacks haven't you no I haven't had I have had the symptoms that I was about to have one my blood pressure's gone up a bit high and I've been having a couple of giddy moments and I know that is just because of the worrying mm. things that's going on you've got a Poorly, another doggy. I can't believe that. I took him to the vets because I he is fourteen. I know he's fourteen, and um, I was really hoping they'd just say, "Oh yes, he's got an infection or something." But they just said, mm. "Madam, he is fourteen, and he's just he's just wearing yeah. out." And so that's sad. I mean, he's he's okay. He's not about to mm. die in the next ten minutes, but it's something. Yeah, something else. Sad. He's at that stage where. You have to make a decision when it looks like he's not enjoying life. Yes, so at the moment in the household, mm. Daisy is my favourite because she's not dying. <laughs> We're supposed to be making a positive thing. Don't tread on the microphone, Daisy. Oh, she's going. Oh, she's coming to see me now because she oh. does have me say, so she's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> she is a really strange dog. <laughs> making noises. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, so, shall we going to have a nice lunch or something on Thursday? Yeah. Before, yeah, I'll have a glass of wine before we go and see uh, Well, what, the doctor. what time are we seeing the doctor? Oh, hopefully it's not at 10 in the morning, in which case I'll have the wine afterwards. I think the lunch afterwards is always better. Yes, yes, yeah. that is true. And, it, you know, he might say, well, there's, we know the conversation is coming up, that there's nothing else. We know I'm at cha- uh, Channel 4. We know well, Tom, has, Tom has said there is one more sort of yeah. old but, thing from the back of the cupboard they can dust off and give you. So, Well, in a way, that it's all fairly new because when I first had this cancer 24 years, 25 years ago, it, there were no... Laudanum, wasn't it? The only was medicine available. No, it was surgery, and as I've already had one kidney removed, that's not really much. Well, when you were first diagnosed, that really didn't matter. The doctor, you seriously said, can't you just take it out? It's like, you've only got that one left. <laughs> did I say that? You did. All oh, right. You said, can't you just take it out like the other one? Like... <laughs> he said, no, the trouble is you've got them in, the, in your lungs and in your brain and everywhere else. But even so, you can't take out both kidneys. You'd have to have a transplant no. and, and whatever. That'd be a little bit complicated. Anyway. Anyway. I've had a great life and I've ended it with getting married to you. So that's good. So stop feeling down. Let's, uh, let's, 
What we fancy doing is is having a couple of those nice... Hello, mate. I think that one of the... I mean, I, I don't normally get down. I'm not down. I'm just no. a bit worried, I think, really, about the future. I am, to be You're honest... You're worried about I, planning the funeral or the extra work, no, aren't that's you? That's mean to say that. No, that isn't what I mean. But it's just that you've been very, very depressed last week. You've been mm. quite tearful and you've been quite low. And so it's been difficult trying to cheer you up. So, yeah, sorry, babe. You get, I mean, that is something that having a terminal... Why am I laughing about it? I've no idea. Uh, illness can do. One of, the, one of the dogs, Daisy Dog, is just licking my arm now on... One of those bits. Yes, that licking noise is nothing to do with me. I'd no, like to reassure no. everybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But having uh, having very thin skin because of the blood thinners, for some reason, makes your skin thin. No, no, darling. That, yeah, Isn't it? You get everything wrong. Oh, sorry. Steroids make your skin thin. Oh, right. <laughs> blood thinners make you bleed easily when your thin skin gets yeah. bashed. Because, you know, the, the difficult thing is I'm not on any treatment for the cancer now because I reckon it's all... We've we've had it all over the last few years, but I'm still on about fifteen tablets a day, and I forget what they do. Well, your replacement hormones mainly for your for your pituitary issues. Mm. Yeah, most of your tumours are on a sort of hormone producing gland, your pituitary <laughs> and your adrenal. So, so you need to have yeah. replacement hormones. So that's what yeah. most of them are: an anti sickness yeah. tablets yeah. and the blood thinners, so you don't get blood clots. Because apart from that, I'm absolutely people fine. People with cancer can be prone to blood clots. The cancer yeah. causes that. Yeah, and actually, cancer actually produces that, more blood. You're absolutely fine. Yeah, really. no, absolutely. We're going to uh, we're going to go to the pub for lunch. We are. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we've uh, we've done that. I've done some work this so week. I'm not cooking a breakfast this morning because we're having pub lunch. Yeah. Okay. And that would uh, be too much. And when I put that picture of your beautiful bacon and eggs, we've got some really rude comments. I'm not surprised. It wasn't beautiful bacon. If I was doing, thought you were going to put something out for public display, I would have made a more fabulous thing. But you just wanted some crispy, streaky bacon and a fried egg. So that's what I gave you. But it didn't, yeah, well, that's, make, that's... It didn't make for the most beautiful of pictures. Or... I thought it was a lovely picture. In fact, one of your sisters commented that it was a double yoker. She did. It wasn't. No, I just put two eggs in one pan. <laughs> and they merged together. Yeah. And I very cleverly slid it out in one piece. I nearly said something like, it's a trans egg, and then decided that would be very bad. Oh, God, honey. <laughs> Not on the podcast. Save that for work. Yeah, OK. I'll definitely do that. So the thing, the thing basically every week we talk about is talking about it, if you can, is good. Yes. Because... It's it's like people use that term the big C, that makes it more frightening. But when you're with your partner, I think I've learned this week that um, listen to your partner, and so sometimes you might want to talk about it, mm. and they for whatever reason, like they've just come back from the vets with some bad news, <laughs> and had to drive in the dark, a very stressful thing indeed. Mm. They might just be at the end of their tether at that point when you they walk in the door and you went. I'd like to have a really serious chat with you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I... Just like, could we could we postpone it? I just need to have a little bath mm. and unwind for a minute. And you were like, no, sit down. And then <laughs> and then I exploded from mm. from a vertigo. So listen, yeah. I think listen to. We did have that chat the next day. I said like, please can you listen? And if I say no, please. What can you, you just did let is me... you went and had a bath and then sent me a voice message, so <laughs> I couldn't respond. 
I sent you a voice message saying, please, can you just like let me have a peaceful evening and just let me, re- mm. I'll try and unwind a bit because <laughs> I'm not in a good place. So everybody gets stressed, everybody gets like this. And if you're finding in your relationship it gets difficult, you, you have to understand that it's stressful sometimes on the person with it and quite often more so with the person who's having to be there and watch I think you. I'm in a particularly special position because... You're you, a particularly because, special Because person. I'm married to you. <laughs> Which is perhaps a little bit more intense than your average husband. I am not intense. Or a little bit more talkative. I do talk too much. <laughs> OK. Could I just have five minutes' peace, honey? <laughs> <laughs> just don't, you just don't hear. And that's the other thing. You're, get, you're getting quite deaf. And so, on top of everything else, whenever I say anything, you say, say again. Say what? again. You have to say everything again. Everything. Well, you know, people who've been in the, in the business I've been in all their lives have worn headphones and had earpieces stuck in their ears. And I have terrible tinnitus. In fact, I was discussing it with uh, Dan Walker on Channel 5 News the other day because he's a lot younger than me. He's got it too. He's Mm. got it too, yeah. It must be an awful thing. I think it must be horrendous, actually. But But we're going as a pair to the opticians, aren't we? Yes, because I trod on my glasses and snapped them in half. And you can't see. I can't see if I'm driving. Well, I've got a spare pair, so I can see. But they were my, like, nice trendy ones and my spare pair are... And not cool. They're granny glasses. <laughs> they are. They are. Mm. So we need to, and then we're going. I'm going to drag you along as well and get your ears sorted out. Right. Because okay. that's. I think adding to my Stress. my burden is the fact of yes. having to say everything <laughs> twice, and then you have to say it a bit louder, and then you go. There's no need to shout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dear oh dear oh dear, what a life. Um, so after this podcast, it's one of those moments where I am going to go in the garden, scream. Come back in, be fine. Yeah, yeah. Does that help, by the way? <laughs> I've never really done it. No, I know you haven't. I just wondered if it helped. But I do like wandering in the garden and having a bit of the next-door neighbour's geese and sheep. Yeah, yeah. That, that is always quite... I yeah. think, you know... Look at this. Getting with nature is always good. So that's probably... I think I might... Yeah. Because I haven't been able to go for walks or anything because of my bad leg, but my bad leg is better now. Good. I think... And the weather is becoming all springy. I <laughs> think I need to start going for nice walks and that will yeah. really help me. Well... Yeah, I remember the last walk you went on when we had three dogs. I'm not taking three dogs with me, no. That would end up in a bit of a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. You could always take Daisy. Do you do her good to have no, some exercise? No, because she's the one who stops and won't go further than the pub. And, I, I and much as some days that would suit me fine. <laughs> if I'm trying to go for a brisk walk. <laughs> Very strange dog not going further than the pub. Literally, she stopped and I didn't realise. Those harnesses as well, they're not that good because... I didn't realise and I just kept walking and then after a little while I realised yeah. I just had an empty harness dangling along behind me and she was just sitting yeah. down on the pavement. <laughs> what a strange life we do have when you think about it. But anyway, listen, whatever your situation is, um, being good, frightened of it... Good luck if you've it, got scan yeah. results. And yeah. Yeah, everyone who's getting scan results this week. And you do get crossed. what you call scanxiety. Yeah. You do. So after you've had all the scans to see how the tumours I mean, I've always had this kind of thing, like exam results, yeah. anything like that. Well, it's... you are a warrior. I am. Yeah. This dog will I'm a warrior, stop... but a warrior. A, worry... a worrying warrior. Or yes. a warrior worrying. One of those, yeah. 
And anyway, with this noise of licking going on in yeah, the background, no, Daisy, I think it's time nice, to but... go and get dressed and get ready to go down the pub. Yeah. And, for lunch, um, not, for, not for alcohol. If you have uh, just been diagnosed, or I tell you, start here, if you're worried about something and you're just wondering what to do, go and see a doctor. Because if you're just at the worrying stage, chances are, if you have anything, and you probably haven't, um, something can be done. And I always say, when, when it begins to hurt, you, you know... You've left it too late. Sometimes. Sometimes. But it, you need to get checked out. And that, very few people do. Yes, yeah, stop putting it off. Yeah, go and get it checked out. Uh, if you've just recently been diagnosed with cancer and you're worried about where you can get help and everything else, that's why we've had Kidney Cancer Awareness Week because charity that I started uh, with a couple of other people 20-odd years ago... It has helplines, it has, uh, what are those called, webinars mm. with, uh, with specialists and all kinds of things. And every cancer will have I, a I website. Think at the, I heard something on the news today that um, the waiting times for cancer treatment now are the longest they've they ever been. They are ridiculous. And so we weren't in that position, but it must be horrendous if you've just been diagnosed mm. and then you've got like a minimum of 152-day wait to yeah. have any treatment. That, well, that, that time it, yeah. must be such a horrible time. I mean, one of the things that did get me going is um, because before every uh, every oh god meeting, whatever with a doctor, um, you get a little note from the NHS, and I got one last week, putting my appointment off. Um, it was cancelled. Cancelled, wasn't it? And I got really stressed because... You, you did, but what... Uh, a junior doctors, stop messing around and get back to work. But you'd got confused. You thought they'd cancelled your scans. Yeah. But when I looked at it, they hadn't cancelled your scans. They'd moved the appointment to talk to the doctor about it back mm. to this week, which I think was actually better because two days wouldn't have been enough time for them to get the scan results. Mm. Okay. So I think it yeah. was fine. That's fine. Anyway, on that note, we wish, wish you us well. luck. Yeah. And the next uh, week's results, and we'll update you next week. We will indeed. Oh, well, and hopefully, I am worrying unnecessarily and just being a. Idiot. Look, it's what it is, okay? And we've been very lucky when we were told might have 12 months or something. We've done four years nearly. Yes. So we, and I'm not just about to pop off now, so don't worry, okay? Or maybe. Maybe that's a relief. No, I can't I'm believe not. it's taken this long. Yeah, exactly. Um, but listen, and any junior doctors listening again, please just knock your strike on the head. That's me in work mode. Yeah, we're not getting political on... This is my podcast. There's no political stuff allowed. You're absolutely correct. Uh, see you all soon, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>